AMA 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. Playing music with a message here during the Midday Moments program. And also it's time for our segment for uh, creation, our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. What's on your mind for today for the segment? Okay, well, you know, we are at the end of the church year and preparing for a new church year, and both at the end of the church year and as we get into the new church year, the season of Advent, we hear lessons from God's Word that talk about the last judgment and the end of the world. Uh, For those who were in church on November 22nd, if your church uses a three-year lectionary, you heard uh, the account from Matthew 25, where Jesus talks about the Son of Man coming the clouds of heaven and all his holy angels with him, and as he separates the nations, uh, the people one from the other, like a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, and we have the last judgment scene there. Mm-hmm. And likewise, when we get into the season of Advent, there are also some lessons that are from the last parts of the Gospels, where Jesus is talking about his second coming as King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Judge of the Living and the Dead. And that really makes a person stop and think about how serious that is, how important it is to be prepared for Christ when he comes again. I know people are thinking that with the pandemic, is this it? Of course, we've had pandemic and plagues and everything in the past, but and we'll never know the the time or or day. But, uh, you know, that question has come up. Someone has asked me, what do you think, you know? Oh, yeah, all the time people are asking. And we can say, well, our Lord talks about signs, but those signs— you know, being things that have happened in the past and, you know, happen again and again, leading up to the final judgment. Uh, so wars, war, rumors of wars, uh, pestilences, uh, plagues, famines, earthquakes, all of these things Jesus talks about as being the beginning of birth pangs, you know, uh, preparing for the time when, when the Savior will come again. And we know that when the Bible talks about the end of the world, when our Lord Jesus talks about the end of the world and the being prepared for that day, he compares it to the days of Noah. So in Matthew 24 and also in Luke 17, we have Jesus saying, uh, just as in the days uh, of Noah, so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. And so it's a sobering reminder when our Savior telling us to be prepared for the last judgment reminds us of how God did come in judgment already in the Old Testament in the days of Noah when uh, God was fed up with man's uh, sinfulness. You know, when if we go back to Genesis chapter 6 and read the account of Noah, um, you know, it talks about that the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth. It grieved him to his heart because of the wickedness of man was so great on all the earth. So the Lord said, I will blot out man from whom I have created from the face of the land, man and animals and creeping things and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And so that's such an important thing, that God in his grace preserved Noah and his wife and his three sons and their wives and the animals that were with them on the ark that he built according to the Lord's own instructions. And the Lord shut them in and preserved them when the floodwaters came upon the whole earth and wiped out all the air-breathing animals on on the face of the earth, except those that were preserved on the ark with Noah. And at the end of the flood, you know, when God uh, finally took the waters away again, um, and Noah offered sacrifice to the Lord from the clean animals, uh, which he had taken seven pairs uh, on the ark, 
and uh, the smell of the sacrifice was pleasing to the Lord, and, and he said that he would never again destroy every living creature from the face of the earth with a flood by water, and so he put the rainbow in the sky there as a sign of the covenant that God established between himself and all flesh on the earth. And that's a, an important reminder for us that the Lord has kept that covenant, kept that word, all these many, many centuries. And, and you know, we know that God is the faithful God who keeps his word, keeps his promises, especially all those promises that he would send a Savior, who would be a biological descendant, not only of Adam and Eve, but then obviously of Noah and his sons, Shem, and so forth, all the way down until in the fullness of time, God sent forth his son, Jesus, to be our Savior, who lived and suffered and died and rose again so that we could have eternal life, so that we could be set free from our sin and from death and from hell and be God's own precious people, uh, bought with the price of Jesus' blood, and have our place with the Lord forever in eternal glory. And another place in the New Testament that refers to Noah is in that great chapter of the heroes of the faith, in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, when it says, By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world, and became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith. Again, what an important theme that is to remind us that Noah, uh, like the people in the New Testament, this Old Testament hero of the faith, was somebody who believed God's word. Even though he had not yet seen the events that the Lord told him about, he believed God's word, he prepared according to the Lord's own command, and uh, by so doing, he condemned the unbelieving, disobedient, impenitent world that perished, and he himself, by the grace of God, was saved by his faith, trusting in God's promise. Likewise, in the New Testament, we have uh, in Second Peter, uh, Peter is reminding his hearers, you know, that the Lord is coming again, and there will be people in the last days who will scoff about that, and you and I already in our day certainly see that there are people who scoff and say, where is this coming that he talked about? Ever since their fathers died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens existed and the water was formed out of water and by water. And by these waters also the world of that time was deluged and destroyed. By the same word, the present heavens and earth are reserved for fire, being kept for the day of judgment and destruction of godly men. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends, with the Lord a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. He is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. And so, again, we're reminded there to be prepared to take advantage of this time of grace that the Lord has given us, that when we see signs around us, whether it's disease and pandemic, whether it's war and bloodshed, whether it's violence and riots, Whatever it may be, all these things are a reminder to us to be ready. We don't know the day or the hour. We are not even presumed to set the day or the hour. That is something God has reserved for himself. But we are to be prepared at all times. And how are we prepared? By repenting of our sins, by trusting in Jesus as our crucified and risen Savior, and looking forward with joyful and eager expectation that he will come again, as he promised, with all his holy angels, and he will at last raise us from the dead and bring us to our eternal home, the home of righteousness, where there is no more sin, no more death, no more pain, where we will be with our Lord forever in eternal glory. And that is something to look forward to 
whether it's the end of the church year or the beginning of the church year or any time you choose. That sure is. Would you like to lead us in a prayer? I certainly would do so. Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, according to your strict judgment, you condemned the unbelieving world through the flood. Yet according to your great mercy, you preserved believing Noah and his family, eight souls and all. Grant that we may be kept safe and secure in the holy ark of the Christian church, so that with all believers in your promise, we would be declared worthy of eternal life through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pastor. You're welcome. Have a great day. We are the Messenger of Good News Worldwide at KFUO.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, wherever you get your podcast. And remember, KFUO is a listener-supported broadcast ministry, and we do rely on your support for our ministry to continue. So please, as we reach this uh, year-end Pray for KFU, of course, and prayerfully consider making a year-end tax-deductible gift to our ministry. KFUO.org.